At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The biggest games of the football season are coming, and Bet Rivers is introducing new parlay features just in time for the playoff push. For your next bet, try a new multi-game parlay and combine bets across games to make your perfect combo. Combine player props, game bets, and even different same-game parlays into one multi-game parlay. Make your parlay today at BetRivers. Download the BetRivers app or go to BetRivers.com to place your bet. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by BetRivers. All right, welcome back, welcome back, y'all. Philadelphia City Cast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. As always, all right, make sure you are subscribed to the show, following the show. We're available on all of your podcast platforms, and you can also give me a follow if you dare at Wise Rye on Twitter, W I S E R Y E, and you'll see links to the daily episodes to all the pod platforms on my twitter page so uh easy access for you there so um i hope you enjoyed the last episode we put out uh where i had will hill host of the new york city cast join me and and that was uh, i felt like at least it was an informative fun entertaining conversation with will as it always is just looking back a little bit on week 17 talking about the landscape of the playoff picture on give it a listen I thought it was uh, a great conversation with Will Hill and myself in the last episode. So here we are, and Eagles clinched the playoff spot. And just how crazy, I mean, nothing new here, people, but how crazy this season ended up turning out for the Philadelphia Eagles. Because, you know, even post-week seven, right, like, even after the Eagles turned things around and, you know, just the conversation over the past two, three, four, five weeks, all eyes were focused in on this Dallas Cowboys matchup. We all had this game circled, starred, however you want to describe it, um, as the game. Well, all right, let's just, you know, may, hey, listen, maybe the Dallas Cowboys won't have to play their starters and maybe that can be somewhat of a gimme game for the Eagles because we all looked at this game coming up here, which is now flexed to Saturday night, as the game that the Eagles would have to win to potentially get into the postseason. Well, forget about it. Forget about it. Now it doesn't even matter. Uh, the Eagles are in. And honestly, it doesn't really even matter if they win or lose the game. So 
why the heck would they even play their starters, right? Like head coach Nick Sirianni, the last time that he is he has addressed this was Monday afternoon. I'm recording this late Tuesday evening. And I could have missed something, but I think I did a pretty good job double and triple checking everything here. The last that I've seen is from Monday where Nick Sirianni said, you know, he's still going to assess all the options and yada, yada, yada. All right. It, it seemed like for now, and we all know this can change, that Nick Sirianni is planning on rolling the starters out there. And I think the question just becomes for how long? Right, Mike McCarthy, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, as well as Jerry Jones, both have already been on the record saying, "Hey, listen, we're, we're going, we're getting on the plane to Philadelphia with all intent on winning this matchup, and and not just winning it, but playing our starters." And I, I don't know, I I I can only take both sides of that with a little bit of a grain of salt here. Like, why? Right, like why why would you risk injuring some of your top players or just any starter period um, in a game that's not really going to have a lot on the line? So we're going to keep a close eye on that, of course, as we get closer to Saturday night's kickoff between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Uh, let's just give you the quick update on the spread and, and everything that's being offered to you right now at Bet Rivers Sportsbook PA and their wagering menu so seven points the cowboys are the seven point road favorite uh the total is set at 42 and a half you look at the money line minus 286 for the dallas cowboys plus 245 for your philadelphia eagles and you know speaking of monday some news dropped yesterday monday january 3rd regarding an update on the COVID 19 list and uh this is a long list, unfortunately. 12 players were announced to have tested positive for COVID-19. Um, there's nothing good about this, but the only good thing, I guess you can describe it, is that the updated protocol and, and you know policy and procedure regarding um, a vaccinated player testing positive you now have the opportunity to get off the COVID-19 list within five days. So it comes out Monday, you know, by Friday, all of the players that were named could technically uh, be given the green light to play. Now it's just a matter of, well, do any of them have symptoms? Are they up for playing? Uh, and does Nick Sirianni maybe just decide to hold them out regardless? But here's the list of players. Fletcher Cox. Jason Kelsey, Dallas Goddard, Rodney McLeod, Avante Maddox, Singleton, Nate Herbig, Boston Scott, Jernard Avery, Jordan Howard, Epps, and Jack Stahl. That's 12 significant players. And that second name that I mentioned, Jason Kelsey, this is something to keep an eye on because Kelsey has that consecutive Ironman streak going right now. He started 100 and. 21 consecutive regular season games for the Philadelphia Eagles franchise. He has started 128 consecutive if you include the playoffs. So we would obviously all love to see that streak continue. Um, and, and we'll keep a close eye on that and see how his how he progresses throughout the week as we get closer to Saturday. But that is certainly something uh, to keep a close eye on. And, and of course, you know, un unfortunately right now, this 
could be the case in a day or two for the Dallas Cowboys, right? At any given moment between now and kickoff, we could have a, a laundry list of players from Dallas's side. We could have more players added to that on the Philadelphia side. You just don't know right now. It is unfortunately complete mayhem regarding players testing positive and having to miss practice and even game time uh, with everything going on in uh, the COVID-19 world, which is the world we currently live in. So seven points is the number. And the question is, well, is there any opportunity? And does it make sense at all to bet this game right now, especially given everything that we know? Uh, we'll, we'll try and talk through that a little bit on this episode and, of course, throughout the entire week, as well as look at this game from all of the betting angles, whether it's the total game props, player props, and anything in between. But uh, coming up here in a few minutes, I want to get to just what the Eagles have done the last nine weeks of this NFL regular season. Uh, and I want to talk about what Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, has done because this is the common rebuttal that you get when talking about the Eagles air quotes success in the past nine weeks after starting the season two and five. Well, look at their schedule and listen, I'm not mocking that thought process. That, that is a very sound argument. It is a very sound rebuttal when talking about this Philadelphia Eagles team. So the question is how much of it is reality? And how much of this success is just quite, quite frankly, the level of opponent that this team has had to consistently face down the stretch of this regular season. So I want to try and answer those questions a little bit on this episode. I'll throw some stats your way. And that will help us just get a better feel for this Eagles team as we get ready for this Dallas game. And of course, as we start to look ahead to a playoff game for this Philadelphia Eagles team. It is, it's awesome, right? As Eagles fans, this is awesome. We all want to have a playoff game to talk about, to look forward to, and we have that opportunity coming up. I don't think a lot of us would have uh, predicted it be this year, but here we are, no complaints from this guy. Uh, so we're going to get into all of that and more here on the Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook with me, Ryan Rothstein. Uh, we'll have some fun here. So uh, let's do it, baby. Let's do it. All right, so you look at the first seven weeks, which we all know was the uh, the dog days of this Eagles season, regular season play, where they started out two and five and they were just atrocious and they played a lot of quality opponents. Defensively, and this is where I want to key in, at least on this episode for a few minutes, the Eagles defense in the first seven weeks compared to the last nine weeks. And Ruben Frank wrote an article on this, and that's where I'm getting this idea from because he's the GOAT with just stats and information and providing this type of insight. So I'm passing this along to you. So here we go. Eagles, first seven weeks defensively, they were 24th in the NFL in points allowed. They were 32nd, a.k.a. dead last, in opposing completion percentage. They were 29th in run defense, giving up 133 running yards, rushing yards excuse me, per game. In their last nine games, nine weeks, they go from 24th in points allowed to fourth best in points allowed. They go from dead last to opposing completion percentage to 15th, and they go from 29th run defense to fourth run defense, uh, giving up 81 rushing yards per game compared to 133. So a massive overhaul from the first seven weeks where they go two and five to the last nine weeks of this Eagles regular season. 
and let's shed some light on this. In those first seven weeks, the offenses by ranking that they faced, first in the NFL, second in the NFL, third in the NFL, 10th, 13th, 24th, and 20th. The last nine, 19th, 21st, 23rd, 24th, 27th, 31st, 31st, 2nd. You see some repeat numbers because it depends on that week where they're ranked. Um, so a massive difference night and day. All right. So is it just, well, it's the, it's the opponents and the quality of opponents, so we can't hold any weight into it. You know, I, I, why can't it be both, right? Like it's, sure, it, it, it obviously has to be a factor in who they have played, but that doesn't mean the defense hasn't gotten better. Right, the defense certainly has gotten better. I, I I think the the question that remains up in the air is to what degree? Like how much better have they gotten? Are they quite literally the fourth best in the NFL if we're going off of points allowed? Right? Like I, I don't think so. But it doesn't mean they haven't gotten better and it doesn't mean that they haven't improved and, and tightened some things up that really needed to be tightened up. So Yes, it, it's worth sh it's worth shedding light on, and it's definitely eye-opening when you start to compare and contrast the quality of offenses they faced in the beginning of the year uh, as compared to most recently. But um, listen, we're going to find out, right? We're going to find out if this Eagles team and the defense in particular gets just embarrassed uh, in, in this playoff game coming up, then we're going to be able to definitively say um, that – Maybe their defense wasn't that good, right? But if they're able to make some plays and 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 help this Eagles team stay competitive in, in the wild card round, then we'll be able to uh, solidify that, hey, you know what? They did play some garbage opponents, but they were able to also progress week to week and get better within their within themselves, regardless of who they were facing week to week there in the last nine games. So uh, just something that I wanted to point out as it's it's interesting and, and just wanted to give you my two cents on that. Another popular uh, topic that is up for debate and, and certainly open-ended and everyone has a, an opinion on it is the quarterback and, and Jalen Hurts. And you look at this guy's story, right? And, and how did his career in Philadelphia start? It was the entire city humming and hauling, screaming and yelling about why did you waste a draft pick with selecting a quarterback when you could have go, done anything else and helped the defense or helped Carson Wentz. And now this guy ends up replacing Carson Wentz, and that was never really the intent with the draft pick. He ends up becoming the starter. And now the city is vastly defending him i think for the most part majority of the city's defending him majority of us have fallen in love with him as as just who he is character wise who he stands what he stands for as a person and and just everything that comes along with jalen hurts the the quarterback and jalen hurts the person um but you look at some of his numbers right now he has 3144 passing yards and 784 rushing yards he is just the seventh quarterback in NFL history to have a season of 3,000 or more passing yards and 750 or more rushing yards. Only the seventh of all time. The other six on this list, 
Randall Cunningham in 1990, RG3 back in 2012, Russell Wilson in 2014, Cam Newton in 2017, Lamar Jackson in 2019, Kyler Murray in 2020. He also has just under 4,000 total yards of offense, 3,928, which is the sixth most. Um, it's, it's unbelievable what this kid's been able to do. He also has 26 total touchdowns. And I saw um, ESP from Sports Radio 94 WIP, who covers the Philadelphia Eagles. He, he threw this out there, this statement out there, and I couldn't agree with it more. Um, and I'm someone, if you've been listening to, to the Philadelphia CityCast since September, um, I've certainly had my doubts on Jalen Hurts throughout, the, throughout that time frame. If Jalen Hurts was a, a top draft pick, if he was a, a first-round draft pick, I don't even think all the questions and debates that we've had would even be a thing. But because he was a 53rd overall draft pick, um, we just continue to question, well, is he the franchise guy? Yeah, but, yeah, but. We continue to move the goalposts. We continue to reference the schedule, the, the strength of schedule down the stretch. Like, there's always an excuse for any type of success that Jalen Hurts has had. And you look at his numbers, and they are beyond impressive, right? And, you know, how about that video that went sort of viral of the fans after the game in Washington falling into the tunnel there, falling right in front of Jalen Hurts because the railing fell off because it was a piece of garbage. And Jalen was just cool, calm, and collected. He ended up taking selfies with the fans. And then he writes a strongly worded letter. Good for you, Jalen, writing a strongly worded letter to the NFL and to the Washington football team addressing their safety needs in that stadium. You got to love it. You got to love it. And then the post-game... Uh, the post-game speech that Jalen Hurts gave, if you haven't seen that, just go look it up online. It's absolutely spectacular. Uh, it's on my Twitter page, I believe, as well. I mean, this guy's a leader, and he is still young. It's his first season as a starter, uh, and the intangibles that we've talked a lot about in the past, and I'll continue to talk about them, uh, that's something that cannot be ignored. So can this young kid, will this Eagles team, to a win against the Cowboys, and, and much more importantly, to a win, a playoff win. Playoffs! That's right, we're talking about them. And, and we'll talk about the Cowboys game and the playoffs coming up here next. Bet River Sportsbook wants you to be in control of your football bets. That's why players love the same game parlays at Bet Rivers. Same game parlays let you mix and match player props and game bets and gives a payout boost to the winning combinations you want to root for. Combine two bets or combine many. You pick your confidence level and then watch the game unfold. Bet on same game parlays at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. All right, good stuff here. Uh, thank you all once again for tuning in to the Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook with me, Ryan Rothstein. And of course, give me a follow at WiseRye on the tweets, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. -E. So before we peace out, say goodbye, say adios, say uh, hasta la vista, baby. I don't know why we would say that, but... Um, <laughs> 
I want to look at the futures and the futures market odds here. And I, I touched on this a little bit with Will Hill on um, the previous episode, but I want to dive into it a little bit deeper, do a deep dive, as we say in the biz. And uh, man, it's first of all, it's still wide open uh, as far as how this playoff seeding is going to look, right? Like it's, there is potential for some movement and there will be some movement and how the bracket looks right now, of course, could uh, certainly change after week 18. And I'll run through some of those scenarios, but if the playoffs started today and we're not that far off from the playoffs uh, beginning, but some things could change, uh, i.e. the Saints end up sneaking in instead of San Francisco. The 49ers, as of today, are the sixth seed in the NFC. Um, they could end up not being in the postseason. The Saints could end up being in. Um, as far as the AFC, uh, the Chargers right now, they're the seventh seed. They just need to get a win, and they are in. Um in their game in week 18. So there's some things that, that could certainly change as always in the NFL, especially this year in the NFL. Things changing are really the only guarantee. But nonetheless, let, let's run through the bracket as it stands today. All right, so Green Bay in the NFC, they are your one seed. They have clinched the number one seed which means they will not be playing first uh, weekend in the postseason. They have the bye. Um, we have the Cowboys and Arizona in the 4-5 matchup. Then we have the Tampa Bay Bucks and the San Francisco 49ers in the 3-6 matchup. And then we have the Rams and our Philadelphia Eagles in the 2-7 matchup. <clears throat> now, if the Rams were to beat the Eagles and the Bucks were to beat the Niners. Let's just go with chalk for a second. Um, and the Cowboys were to beat the Cardinals. The lowest seed will go on to play the Green Bay Packers. And then the the, the other bracket, if you will, will, uh, will take on that other matchup. So Rams would play the Bucks. And then the winner of the Dallas-Arizona game would play Green Bay, hypothetically. So if it was all chalk there. Uh, AFC, at the moment, we have the Tennessee Titans in the number one seed in the AFC. We have the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots in the 4-5 matchup. We have the Bengals and the Colts in the 3-6 matchup. Bengals the three seed. And then we have Kansas City and the Chargers in the 2-7 matchup. Kansas City the two seed. All right, so let's look at... Super Bowl odds at the wagering menu uh, at Bet River Sportsbook and PA. So Packers are your odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl right now, plus 350. You have the Kansas City Chiefs at plus 500. You have the Buffalo Bills, plus 800. Tampa Bay, plus 800. The LA Rams, plus 900. The Tennessee Titans, 11-1. to 1. The Dallas Cowboys, 12-1. to 1. The New England Patriots, 16-1. to 1. The Cincinnati Bengals 20 to 1, Arizona Cardinals 20 to 1, the Colts 22 to 1, the Chargers 40 to 1, and then San Francisco and the Philadelphia Eagles at 50 to 1. <clears throat> so there's about three or four teams that I've
put a little star next to on my handy dandy sheet, which if you're um, if you're watching this on YouTube, here's the sheet that I flashed and can't really see it, but you get the point. There it is, my beautiful handwriting. So, <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting all choked up over these odds. Really, really gets to me. Um, so, uh, the AFC, let me just start here. The AFC is completely wide open, and you can really talk yourself into anyone coming out of the AFC, right? Like, we just saw Kansas City and Cincinnati in a really good matchup. Uh, so, Cincinnati is more than capable of, of beating Kansas City. They're certainly more than capable of beating Tennessee. Like, Tennessee has been massively overlooked, especially without Derrick Henry. And, and they've, I, I've, I saw a stat that they've had 88 active players, which is the most by far in team history. It might be one of the all-time records, period, in the NFL. 88 different active players this year. That's how many injuries and COVID-related stuff that they've had in and out of their lineup so far this season. They've still gotten, haven't gotten really the credit they deserve. They're a team that needs to be um, given their respect, obviously, as they hold the one seed right now at the moment. So, sure, they're dangerous, and they're going to be even more dangerous if they have home field advantage and that all-important first-round bye. But they don't – you don't look at them the same way you look as – you look at Green Bay in the NFC. Like, oh, man, you have to go play that team on that field in Lambeau. You're not – talking the same way you are uh, about the Tennessee Titans as you are the Green Bay Packers, for example. So <clears throat> let's look at the Cincinnati Bengals. And the Cincinnati Bengals at 20-1 to 1 right now uh, to win the Super Bowl, I, I think has some great value to it because, you know, let's say they take care of business against Indy, um, and then they're going to probably go on to face – Kansas City, which we've already seen them more than capable of beating. And, you know, that's going to be a slugfest, but they can come out on top. If they come out on top of that, then they're going to be in the AFC Championship game against uh, Tennessee or Buffalo or New England. All three of those teams, I also see Cincinnati capable of beating. So my, my point here with this exercise before we get to the NFC and, and my thoughts on the Philadelphia Eagles um, – the AFC is completely wide open, so I look for value, okay? And I always like to have prop swap in mind um, where where can I buy low and potentially sell high? Where can I get some odds that are 20 to 1 or greater with the, with the thought of flipping my Bet Rivers ticket or maybe making two bets uh, on one team, hanging on to one, flipping another – Cincinnati can easily go from 20 to 1 you know, down to 5 to 1 if they win a couple games here, which they're certainly capable of doing. Uh, and you can make three or four times your your um, your original stake on, on the wager. So I really like the Cincinnati Bengals at 20 to 1. I also like the Chargers at 40 to 1. All right, you're getting excellent value. They still need to win in order to get in this week in uh, NFL Week 18. Uh, but they're they're very capable of beating the Kansas City Chiefs. Will Hill Will Hill uh, brought this one up, and we touched on it for a couple minutes in the previous episode. And I just you know want to double down on what he said, and I I agree. 
Um, I think any of these bets in the AFC, the Cincinnati Bengals 20 to 1, the Chargers 40 to 1. Uh, heck, even the Tennessee Titans right now, sitting in the one seed, they're they're 11 to 1. All right, the Chiefs have better odds, the Bills have better odds, um, and, and they're both going to be lower seeds in the AFC bracket. So I think you have two to three really good value options uh, on the AFC side of things when we're talking about the futures market, particularly the Super Bowl odds at Bet Rivers. <clears throat> All right, so let's look at the NFC and. Let's start with the Eagles, right? Like the Eagles at 50 to 1, is that a good bet? Now, a lot of people when looking at the futures market, when talking about the futures market, I think they look at it a little bit differently than I do, which is fine. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just your personal preference, right? As it is with everything and anything involving sports betting here. But I look at it, like I said, with the intent to possibly get out of my bet or flip my bet uh, and hand it off to someone else, which is completely kosher as we say um so the eagles at 50 to 1 and i touched on this a little bit earlier in this episode like this eagle's success is it real or is it fake how much of it can we really say with confidence all right you know what um we feel that not only are the eagles not only did they sneak their way into the postseason but we feel like they are a playoff team and they can win a playoff game or two if you have that in mind and you feel like the Eagles can, you know, take on the LA Rams potentially and shock the world and get an upset, then there are, then there is extreme value with taking the Eagles at 51, just based off of the premise of them stealing a playoff game, right? So 50 to one, I do not think the NFC is as up in the air as the AFC is, but as we all know, Tampa Bay is not the Tampa Bay that we saw last year, but the bottom line, Tom Brady in the postseason, none of us would be surprised if they come out as the NFC winner. Green Bay is certainly rolling. They have separated themselves. That's why they are the one seed and much deserving of the one seed. So I think it's a little bit more of a gauntlet, maybe a little bit more chalky in the NFC. Doesn't mean it's going to be Green Bay, LA, one, two in the NFC, but, um, you certainly could see more of a chalk type of situation in the NFC than you do the AFC, where I think it's more up in the air. But I still think there's value on the Eagles at 50 to 1, just if you think they can steal one playoff game in the opening wild card round. Um, and then the same thinking can go for San Francisco, who is also right now currently at 50 to 1. Uh, I think the one quote value bet that you can find is the Arizona Cardinals at 20 to 1. And they've had a Jekyll and Hyde type of year. Uh, they have struggled historically under Cliff Kingsbury in the latter parts of the season. Um, but they, they, they got a nice win in Dallas in week 17. And they're certainly capable uh, just looking at their potential opponents throughout the playoffs here on the AFC side of things. They're capable of beating any of these playoff teams, right? It certainly will be a tall task for them to go into Lambeau and get a win, but that's that's a tall task for anyone in the entire NFL. So it doesn't mean it's impossible. It's possible. We've seen it done before. Um, so Arizona at 20 to 1, I think they have, they have the bullets, they have the weapons, they have the assets to come out of the NFC and you're getting value, right? I'm, I'm strictly only looking at the futures market in this segment with where is their value attached 
to these teams. Okay, I'm not saying uh, that the Eagles are going to come out of the NFC. I'm not saying the Cardinals are coming out of the NFC. I'm not saying Cincinnati's coming out of the AFC. But um, you, when you look at it a few different ways, you can find ways to win money. And that's what it's all about here. So uh, there you go. Nice little future segment there to wrap up the episode. I hope that's informative. Hit me up on Twitter at WiseRye, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. I'll also be... Uh, you know, trying to stay up to date on all the latest surrounding the Philadelphia Eagles and the COVID list with 12 players, um, 12 new players on Monday afternoon getting placed on the COVID list. Uh, we'll keep a close eye throughout the week on the spread, on the total, and uh, all the latest on both the Eagles and the Cowboys as we get closer to kickoff on uh, for the Saturday night matchup to wrap up the NFL season. Can't believe I'm saying that. So thank you all once again for tuning in. Make sure you are subscribed, rate, review, follow the show. We're on YouTube now as well. Bet Rivers Network on YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're everywhere, people. Uh, and until next time, have a great rest of your day. And thank you once again for listening to the Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. Peace. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.